Welcome to Takramcast, a podcast that tells you stories around design and innovation and what's happening in and out of Takram's international studios while we work on creating transformative products, services, brands, and ideas. I'm your host, Yosuke Shigome, and joining me today from our London studio is Matthew McCoy. Hello there. Matthew, you're new to Takram. You joined actually the um, beginning of September. Do you want to maybe give you a little bit of intro of yourself? Of course. Um, my name is Matthew. Um, I am a, I don't know if I can call myself an industry veteran. I've been in, uh, in the design industry f- from a branding, packaging, communication standpoint for about 17 years. Um, and I've joined Tacram as, a, as an agency consultant um, to help to build upon the amazing reputation and uh, experience that the agency has generated from Tokyo and is increasingly generating in London um, to help to, to raise our voice in the industry. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Cool. So um, in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of what we heard and what we thought and from this event that we went together last week, which is Design Day. It's a day-long conference organized by this. I'm sure everyone knows about this publication called Design. And that's, uh, I think, one of the biggest design publications, online publications. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but first and foremost, I think um, the, the biggest tone, the biggest issue, uh, the biggest things that they were talking about, I think, was by far the sustainability and environment, other environmental issues. I think from the, the first keynote speaker, Paolo Antonelli, to the last keynote speaker, who was Jason Ginsburg and other panel discussions in between them, they were all talking about and touching upon this idea of circular economy, designing for the nature, anti-plastic, uh, the effect that design has been having in this the new kind of era called Anthropocene. And then at the end of the conference, there was this person on the stage who had been collecting all the data about this conference from the transportation method that we participants took to the lunch that we left in the bin and then she traced back all the packages uh, back to Bermondsey factory in London and then sort of calculated everything around what we done and how we did in terms of environmental um, perspective and carbon footprint and then rated us at the end. It was really kind of a refreshing take for such a kind of big and then sometimes authoritative um, institutions like design to take that kind of perspective and kind of present and almost give a manifesto um, to the public. And I found it quite refreshing. I'm not sure what, what did you find? I thought, uh, exactly. Um, we were listening to, to a variety of different presentations from a variety of different um, thought leaders, design practitioners, and every one of them was touching upon sustainability, not as um, a bolt-on or as a as greenwashing. Um, a lot of companies, you know, when they talk mm. about sustainability, they aren't mm. really embracing it as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. They're looking at it as, okay, this is something we have to do. Yeah. And they communicate their, their, exactly yeah. their potential, yeah. you know, what they, what they envisage sustainability yeah. to be. Whereas, you know, this is the conversations were all around what does sustainability actually mean from, from a design standpoint and how can you approach um, the the more environmentally positive mm. action mm. Um, from you know from a very product centric kind of or human centric point of view. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, that series of conf- uh, lectures definitely made me think 
how we are doing at Takram. Yeah. We are by far, I mean, by no means kind of any kind of good people in terms of environmental friendliness. We, in Tokyo Studio, we use kind of plastic bottles and all the rest of it. And, um, but yeah, um, I've been kind of trying to sort of incorporate the ideas around um, kind of conserving or like a kind of being good to the environment and nature um, into our daily practice. But it, that day definitely made me kind of wanting to act upon it. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's a really, a really good idea. Um, the lady that did the, the analysis of Dezine Day, Sophie Thomas, um, she, her agency, Thomas Matthews, is a, is a communications agency um, predominantly focused on, on communicating upon positive impact mm. um, and helping companies to better articulate what makes their, mm. their activities mm. um, sustainable, healthy, mm. natural, whatever it might be. Mm. Um, and I, you know, I, think, I think your idea of taking inspiration from the way that Sophie approached the analysis, the impact analysis of that day, yeah. and applying it into yeah. how we work, yeah. I think would be a is a really, really, really great idea. It also, yeah, yeah, I think it touches kind of what the last keynote speaker, Daisy Ginsburg, talked about: what is better, mm. and for whom, and who's better is it that we are designing for? Because the, all the metrics that we have been basing our designs on and ideas on, they were either, I mean, creatively nice looking yeah. to aesthetically pleasing to more kind of financially viable mm. but there's got to be kind of another axis added to it or like even kind of replacing the existing one which is be which is going to be kind of this environmental kind of goodness mm. and how is this idea going to be contributing um, to human survival or nature survival in good way or bad ways, that kind of consideration has to be done in yeah. the coming design practices. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the question of what is better. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can design something that looks visually great. You can design something that communicates mm. to, a, to a human, but that's only looking at it from the human perspective. Yeah. And it was really interesting the way that she kind of pulled it right back to yeah. say, you know, it's not just that perspective you need to think about. Yeah. It's, you know, the perspective of, yes, people, but then looking at world, you know, the world impact, the sustainable impact, then nature, you know, how, mm. are, how are the activities that we're, that mm. we're undertaking yeah. impacting upon the different species that live on this planet? Yeah. I think the important thing to kind of note is that that awareness doesn't necessarily force us to design everything that we design to be perfectly mm. good to everyone and every species on yeah. earth, right? That is impossible. I think just being, it just asks us to be aware of the fact that the thing that we are designing and then think thinking the fact that this is better for something mm. and then you need to be, you just need to be aware of this better thing yeah. can be, can harm someone mm -hmm. or some species or um, someone in the the same the very same person in the future, so that kind of more sort of holistic and uh, view towards what you design um, is sort of required and also communicated to the customers, whether it be like direct consumers or mm. the client organization that we are helping yeah. with. I mean, I thought that yes, that's absolutely the point. You can't design for everything and everyone. Yeah. You, you know, you are going to have an end user that you design for, but then you've got to be cognizant of the impact of mm. what you're designing, mm. how, that, how that might mm. impact other, 
other perspectives, yeah. other... There was sort of kind of um, underlining tone of, so like, um, yeah, the vision that typically um, tech companies from Silicon Valley um, tend to sell, which is like, if you use this product and if you use these services, then the world is going to be saved. And that kind of tone, that sort of singular sort of perspective is very, was very much criticized. Mm. Um, not like explicitly, or some, in some slides, like very, very explicitly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, sort of the underlying tone of this um, kind of introducing sort of plurality into the future visions and all the sort of thing was sort of kind of everywhere in the, yeah. in the lectures. I mean, you, you have worked in the US, right? So yeah. what do you, how do you sort of compare? Is it just a sort of, just sort of European vision or is it kind of, what do you think? How do you compare? Well, I have to say it is Europe is, is leading the way. Um, I don't believe the US has really grasped the impact of, of the consumer culture mm. that it is. I don't think it's really taking it seriously. Mm. Um, and it goes back to what we were saying about greenwashing. Mm. You know, they, yeah, they're, they're, they're talking the talk, but very few of them are actually walking the walk mm. of actually leading a more sustainable business practice. Mm. Um, so, you know, they, they still use single-use plastics. Um, I mean, just look at, look at the, the political climate. You know, you have climate change deniers. You've got people like That's the true. president who is actively usurping some of the some of the the, the like the, for example the Paris Climate Accord mm -hmm. you know he's he's going against what has been agreed by 98% of of scientists yeah. that humans are having an impact yeah. and because i dare say he's viewing it from a monetary perspective yeah. he's pushing back against that um, i think what he's i mean political uh, <laughs> opinions aside I think he's again looking at it from a single perspective and it goes it actually goes back to something that somebody said on one of the on one of the panels sustainable design is actually good business mm. um, you know it's not it, it's not just about making money mm. um, which is a, a, obviously a, a something that you get from a great project or a great mm -hmm. product um, but it's also you know how, how can Sustainability can actually be a, a, a cost-effective mm. way of a, a springboard yeah. for innovation, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and designing better products is better mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. I think in doing so, because if we take into kind of any sort of sustainability, regenerativity, circularity into design practices, it suddenly becomes super, super complex. You need to look into not only financial output, not only the source and output of the, any design products, you kind of need to look into where does this material come from, mm -hmm. um, who's funding it, and where after the usage of this design by consumer or by clients in, mm -hmm. the, in prototyping cases, um, who, where is, is this prototype going to be ending up? Is it going to be landfill? Is it going to be reusable or recyclable? Yeah. Or Repurpose. Repurposed. Can, can it be staying in use for as long as possible mm. before being recycled even? It's a lot to think about. It is. And um, as I said, it's impossible. In, in that metrics too, it's impossible to be perfect all the time. Mm. And um, I found sort of transparency and communicating the fact that we are vulnerable, the things that we design are vulnerable, and then communicating honestly about it, whoever you are facing, clients or consumers, mm. that's very important. And 
yeah, I kind of want to develop. It made me think, you know, like um, we want to develop this kind of new way of incorporating these ideas into our practice. Mm. I think oh, that's the that's the right thing to do, not just from from an environment standpoint, but mm. from you know the the growth and the positioning of yeah. of the agency. Yeah. Um, you know, I think if 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 designers who really work at sort of the, the future end of of vision making, mm. you know, we're looking at the future, designing stuff using the technology of today mm. for for a very accessible, very real future world. Um, you know, if we don't take the if we don't take the lead in doing this, who else is going to do it? Governments aren't taking responsibility. You've got somebody like Greta Thunberg. You know, she's making great impact from a, from a raising mm-hmm. awareness. A, yeah, yeah, exactly, raising awareness. But she's not actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. That's you know, yeah, in, I mean, in, if yeah. you look at it, she's a single person. She can't really do yeah, much apart from use her voice to raise awareness. Yeah. Whereas she is doing, which she is doing absolutely. Yeah. She's a, she's a fantastic um, individual. I, I have a lot of respect for her. But from a from an actual doing yeah. standpoint, yeah. it needs to be an agency that has the ability, or it needs to be a, an organisation or a group of people or a group of businesses yeah. that have the opportunity to to do things better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was quite um, quite interesting. Uh, the conversation, you remember the conversation between, between Richard Hutton and Andrew Morlett, who was the CEO of the Helen MacArthur Institute? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they were talking about uh, an interview that was conducted with Paul Pullman, who is the, the ex-CEO of Unilever. Yeah, yeah. And he was pushing back against using glass yeah. and saying plastic is the way forward, you know, yeah. it's the right material. Yeah. Because... The actual the melting down and, and recycling of glass uses so much energy, yeah. and it was really interesting. Uh, and it's it's talking it's taking it right back to the production process where yeah, yeah. if you if your energy is generated from a sustainable source, then the cost of that isn't isn't an issue. Yeah. You know, if you're using solar power or wind energy, which is very cost effective, mm-hmm. the recycling of glass yeah. and the use of glass is a much more mm. uh, positive. Uh, material. Yeah, I was on the. I was. Um, I saw one tweet from on Twitter saying I think it was about. I think it was a tweet from Julian Oliver, and an artist that I really admire. And I think he was talking about kind of EVs, electrical vehicles, um, being sort of celebrated as a sort of green green symbol in the car industry. But the, yeah. the source of the energy is it? Is it? Is the source of energy gained by burning coal? Yeah. Then that's as good as coal power. Yeah, right. Coal exactly. power plant, and then it really kind of depends. I mean, you really need to be aware and looking into the source of the materials that mm. you that you're using, and then that puts us in a sort of, in a way, a little bit kind of daunting. So, yeah. oh, I need to do this and that <laughs> and two, and then I can't even eat beef and stuff like that. But I think that's a, in a way kind of new opportunity for designers to design in new ways mm-hmm. and also in a way kind of we have greater power um, in designing these new things in the right way yeah. and that we have, a, we have a sort of privilege to be so sort of kind of talking to people and organizations who are creating those products and services. So uh, I think, um, yeah, it's a sort of definitely exciting opportunities and uh, times ahead. And uh, yeah, as I said, um, we at Takram would like to be sort of contributing positively to that. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it goes, um, what was I thinking? You know, about, you, you, you touched upon transparency mm. in sustainability, you know, electric vehicles, how are they actually charged? Mm. Does it come from coal-fired yeah. power stations, for yeah. example? Um, one of the talk, one of the, the, um, one of the presenters was talking about uh, the emerging economies and how, you know, if they're taking, if they can take a lead, then the emerged, the first world economies mm -hmm. have no um, excuse not, yeah. to, not to be taking the lead. Yeah. Um, and they specifically talked about India. Mm -hmm. And the Indian government has, because of the environmental impact, but also because they know that they can generate electricity and power through sustainable sources much more cost-effectively, they have mm -hmm. actually cancelled the development of 13 coal-fired power stations. Mm -hmm. I thought that was just, that's a brilliant mm -hmm. uh, kind of statement from the Indian government, mm -hmm. whereas the UK government has just turned around and, and opened its first deep coal mine, or just signed off its first deep coal mine, yeah. um, which is taking a massive step backwards. Yeah. Um, because yes, electric cars are, are great, but if the if the energy is actually yeah. being produced, uh, produces more global yeah. warming. They can be as good as where the source, where the exactly. It can only from. be as yeah. good as, as the source. Yeah. Um, and that kind of goes, again, it's about that transparency, yeah. kind of goes back to you and I were having a conversation about Elon Musk. Yeah. And, you know, he's got this vision of the world being powered by sustainable energy within the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. And of course, his power wall is going to be the central aspect of storing all this electricity. Yeah. But if you look at, at the damage being caused by lithium mining yeah. in, you know, in the, in the, in the anti-plano, yeah. you know, Chile, Bolivia, yeah. the, the, destruction of that natural environment just to just to get to the lithium yeah. to power his power or to uh, support his power walls i mean yeah. and he doesn't talk about that yeah so it's 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 yes he's a green visionary but it was also greenwashing mm. totally well there's a lot to do yeah yeah it's a lot to do and we and i i think your idea of of auditing the waste and the waste impact from our yeah, project. Yeah, that was really interesting, wasn't it? Is it and is you know it's a, it's a, it's this, these little steps that we can take as individuals mm. and as and as in, and as business mm -hmm. that is going to make all you know the the biggest impact. You know, if we all start veering in in whatever way that we we can, mm -hmm. you know, if we all start to take those those positive steps, then you know the world will be a, a better place. Better place. Better. Yeah. <laughs> For whom? That's the question we need to be asking. Right. Um, I think that's. Um, I think we can continue forever on these kind of topics, <laughs> but I think uh, it's a good time to call. Right. Thanks for listening. And um, as always, the hashtag is Takramcast, one word. So if you want to something that you want us to discuss or the event that you want us to look at, the books to read, uh, please tweet and uh, maybe spread the word. So thank you very much and uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.